Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. What happens when a popular rock radio DJ retires, sells everything, and with his wife, takes off in an RV to see America? Ho, ho, ho! It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Join them each week as they share their experiences while giving you advice and tips along the way. Hi, welcome to our show. I'm Jeff. And I'm Patty. And Jeff and I live and travel in our RV full-time. We've been all over the United States, but we recently returned to Ohio for a wedding in the family. Did you have fun? Oh, it was so much fun. (laughs) It was so great seeing everybody. It was awesome. It was just absolutely awesome watching you and your twin sister spend hours and hours (laughs) trying to find a dress to go to the wedding in. Oh my gosh, I know that wasn't easy. But did it really take that long? No. We finally found them, though. Well, one thing we have found is that you don't have to go far to have a good time camping and RVing. The high fuel prices, though, are keeping a lot of people closer to home this Mm. year. So state parks are a great place to go. But guess what? They fill up fast. Mm -hmm. So try to book ahead or keep checking for cancellations. You do that. Oh, yeah. I've gotten some great parks, the cancellations at the last minute. And I go in there and people are like, how did you get this? Keep checking on your computer. Mm -hmm. It pays off. Now, we've said this before. The Great Lakes are a perfect place to visit in the summertime. We especially like northern Ohio, like Geneva on the Lake, Catawba. The Lake Erie Islands are awesome. Mm -hmm. And we'd like to thank some good friends of ours, Tom and Lisa, for arranging for us to stay with them at the Catawba Island Club. Oh, yes, the Yacht Club. Jeff, I want a boat. (laughs) No. (laughs) Although I've seen a lot of RVs towing boats. I know. I have too. They even found a 50-amp outlet for us to plug into. That's huge. We had to get an extension cord for the RV, but you know what? It worked out great. Now, we've thought about getting an extension cord in the past, just never had the chance. I'm really kind of glad we have it now because it does give you more options. It sure does. Remember when we were in Florence, Oregon? Yes. We stayed on the river. We were able to pull in and face the river. Right. But the problem was the electrical box was way up in the front corner. The sewer connection was way back in the back corner. Right. So we couldn't really reach both at the same time. It was either one or the other. If we would have had the extension cord... That would have been a no-brainer. We could have easily hooked up to the sewer and easily to the electrical box. Right. So we had to choose one, and we chose hooking up to the electrical box. Right. But if we would have had a sewer extension, Mm -hmm. we could have had both of them hooked up. And we didn't have the sewer extension at the time or an electrical extension. But you know what? We have both now. Yes, we do. We don't have that problem anymore. They both come in handy. One more thing. When using an extension cord... Or even various adapters like surge protectors, I always wrap the connections with electrical tape because if it rains, water could get in there, short out the electrical box, or damage your rig. Yeah, that's a good now, idea. How many times is it? Oh, it's going to be sunny today mm-hmm. and it rains. Mm-hmm. Or it rains during the night and you don't expect it. Right. And 
things can puddle. If you get a puddle oh, yeah. around your extension cord, uh-huh. that is not good. Ooh, no. So keep that in mind. You mm. don't want any electrical damage to your rig. Right. And you know what? We met another great couple next to us in the park. Oh, we sure did. Steve and Diana. They're a hoot. They're from Ohio, and they live and travel full-time in their RV. Uh-huh. What's their story? Oh, you're going to find out, because after talking with them, we knew they had to tell you what they've been through. Oh, yes. Steve and Diana, welcome to our podcast. Thank you. Hi. Well, hello. It's great to have you on <laughs> Thank board. Thank you. Oh, yeah, it's great. You guys are a little bit similar to us in the sense that you've been married for a long time, mm-hmm. you've got an RV, you travel, you're in Southern California and the Southwest a lot. As a matter of fact, I think we're going to be in the same place around Palm Springs come this winter at, at some yeah, particular area. time. Yeah, awesome. we'll be over there. Yes. Mm-hmm. So what could possibly go wrong? Mm-hmm. Yes. Nothing. <laughs> exactly. But how did you get started RVing? We started with the kids because we couldn't afford no travel trailer or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So the kids got their schooling done, went away. Our first thing was a travel trailer. Mm-hmm. We really didn't do a lot of traveling because I was still working. And she I was had, retired. She had retired two years before I did. Mm-hmm. So when I finally retired, we bought the travel trailer. We would only be home in our home here in Westfield Center, like November and December yeah. for the holidays. Just a couple, three months. Oh, wow. And then we would head down to Florida, down to Key Largo, Florida. How big was your trailer? It was 35-foot travel trailer. Okay, and you and pulled it, it with what, a pickup truck? I pulled it with a Ford pickup truck. Uh-huh. And that worked out for about a year. It wasn't even a year. It was about nine months. Yeah, and we, we met a lot of good people down in Key Largo, Florida. So we started going to Tampa RV Show. And we would go up there for two days with a couple that we met in Key Largo, Florida. Now we're looking for a fifth wheel because a travel trailer... It was okay for the first year, but now sure. we needed something bigger. But the, reason, the main reason that this travel trailer... We went up to Nova Scotia and... Newfoundland and on our way back we're going through New York and we have this travel trailer well, Interstate 90 and right. Interstate 90 we're going over these bridges and the winds were so bad oh, yeah. I thought when we were driving we were going to go over the bridge oh, so yeah. I told Steve I, I had a panic attack and I said you know what when we get home this is it I am done I'm not doing this. I don't like this. Let's wow. get rid of it. So then then we want to get then we were looking at a Fifth wheel. For two days, we walked through every fifth wheel at the Tampa RV show. Oh, my gosh. And never, I mean, we found stuff we liked, but you're talking, you know, dollars $100,000. Right. It was way above our budget. At that time, yeah. So the last day, and it was about the last hour before we were getting ready to leave, we walked into a Grand Design Reflections mm-hmm. and walked in there, and we loved it. And he sits down, looks around, because this is the one. <laughs> Oh, so we, we, it was beautiful. Yeah, we, we wheeled and deal and bought it. Yeah, and then that's the one we took clear up to Alaska and back and stuff. And Alaska. then Alaska, you guys went yeah. to Alaska. Yes. We've been to yes. Newfoundland, to Alaska, San Diego, Key West. We've been all over. Well, that's now it. wait a minute. So were you full time at the time? No, we you, were still. We still, still had, had the house here in Westfield. In Westfield Center. Okay. When we got to Fifth Wheel, we were gone for seven months. We left in April. Oh. Our friends from Key Largo, Florida met us, and they stayed two or three weeks at the house. Then we all hooked up, and we headed out, went to Alaska. Mm-hmm. That trip, we were going seven months. We drove 17,800 miles. Gosh. Wow. Tell me about Alaska. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Alaska God, is awesome. But I'm going to tell you guys right now, British Columbia and the Yukon Territory 
is just as beautiful as Alaska. Wow. Yes. Because we spent the time in those two provinces going up. Because mm-hmm. we went up the West Coast. we stay, It was in early May, so we wanted to stay along the coast so we didn't get any crappy weather. Right. Mm-hmm. When we got to Alaska, you're expecting to just go, wow. We get to Alaska and it's going, okay, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, because we've we seen just so much beauty. Two months in those, yeah. you know, in those yes. provinces were just... With the glaciers uh, and the, uh, the blue sky. And we saw stunning. more wildlife in those provinces yeah. because it was early May. And the bears were... Um, we're looking for food, so we saw lots of bears. So the only yeah, because oh so obviously there's no berries or nothing, and they were along the along the roads now eating the green grass. Uh-huh. So we saw more grizzlies and more black bears with their little cubs than we did in Alaska. Wow! Yeah, it was really awesome. How far into Alaska did you go? What part? We were all over. We were in Alaska for six weeks. You're kidding! So everywhere that you could drive, we drove except all the way up north to uh, no. It's not Nome, because I don't think you can drive to Nome, mm-hmm. but up to the Arctic Circle. Mm-hmm. Right. And they said that the roads were really, really super bad. Mm-hmm. Now, when we got in Alaska, the roads were not bad. You just take your time. You don't get in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and we never had any flat tires. We never had any broken windows. So there was just two of you. There was two motor homes. Well, actually, our friends had a Winnebago Class A, uh-huh. and we had our fifth wheel. Okay, so it's the two of you. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And on the road, they were very well marked. If there was like a rut, there was always one of those cones. Cone. They, I mean, it was very well marked. Mm. You would have so. frost heaves, and I'm not exaggerating. A frost heave, it could be four foot high. Where the road would be heaved up because of the frost. Oh, wow. And it was just, just Whoa. take your time. Wow. A lot of road construction. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So there was either a lot there was either a lot of dust or there was a lot of mud. Because wow. they always wetted the roads down to try to keep the dust down. Oh. So if you're lucky enough to hit it in between, you're okay. But the RVs were just, they were just Covered filthy. Dust, but the nice yeah. thing up there about every place we stayed, you were allowed to wash them. Uh-huh. Oh, that's nice. Uh-huh. So, so then we, we did that trip and come back. And then Diane says... I'm ready to go full time. Oh. oh, well, I wasn't yet because we had we had a place there in Westfield Center. We've been there for 39 years, and we lived in the city limits. Mm-hmm. And we had a, a ranch, but we had nine acres with a two acre pond in the back, mm-hmm. nice. and it was like it was like living in the country because I bow hunt. So I had 170 some acres. I could I bow hunted for 30 years. So this lady who said I've had enough, I almost got yes. blown over a bridge said she's ready for full time yes yes i sat there one day and looked at him and i said i really could do full time i go but if we do it we got to have something with a washer and dryer yes so then is when so we started looking yeah he started researching researching between these two types you know newmar and a tiffins Mm -hmm. like i told you always come back because of the customer service right Mm -hmm. and i did not want to buy a new one i wanted to buy one that was a year or two or three years old Mm -hmm. and i looked and i looked and we found them but they wanted so much money for the used ones i bought that one right there uh, five thousand dollars cheaper than I could buy any used one. I believe that, and it's new. It and it's new. It's brand new. Yeah. Wow, all the warranties, nice. and you know, we got a great discount. I mean, they were great on their discounts. Yeah, we got almost thirty percent off. Yes. that's fantastic. So you and, can't beat that, yeah. right? And I tell people, you can work a deal with these. You know, don't go for the line. Oh, everybody wants one. We don't have uh, much. Yes. You can make a deal. Yes, you yes. can. And we found that out. Yes. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay, so now how long have you been full-time? 17 months. Okay. Uh-huh. I was laying in bed thinking last night, because one of you is going to ask us that, 
It's been 17 months. Because you guys have been 15 months, correct? Mm. Yeah, I think so. I think that's what I heard on your blog. 18 months, maybe. Oh, okay. You know, it changes. (laughs) Same here. (laughs) Needless to say, you got a new RV and you live happily ever after, right? We love it. Yes, we love it. But the first year... The you first folks, year. That first you've had, year. You've already had a motor class A. Obviously, you uh-huh. have problems. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And we bought yeah. a new one, and that first year is what motivated these podcasts. Yes. <laughs> yes. Our first year and a half was challenging at times, mm-hmm. but we've learned over the years because we had the fifth wheel and we had to travel to another. You just got to relax and... Things will get fixed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But there's some pretty aggravating times. And then during when ours was being built, it was the COVID thing. So mm. nobody was going into oh, work and they were just, right. they were pushing out yes. the motorhomes without, I mean, we had cabinets that didn't even match. I mean, just little stuff like that, oh, that wow. they should have caught that. Yeah, that's too bad. Um, nails underneath the steps that should have been brushed off before they laid the padding, mm-hmm. just little things. Wow. Well, okay, but I'm going to go back a little bit because you talked about this nine-acre property that you have. Mm-hmm. So you sold that, apparently, to mm-hmm. go full-time. Yes. So once all this started happening, you must have been like, uh, I can't believe I sold that. I want to go back home, right? She was starting to, <laughs> I could see her backtracking a little bit uh-huh. because when, when I start on something... It's full go. Right. And I told her, I says, if you want to do this, I says, we had our house to sell. We had an ATV to sell. Uh-huh. And we had our truck to sell. And we had our uh, Subaru. Subaru to sell. And we had that big barn in the back. Wow. We're not a- selling that. Well, it went with the house. <laughs> right. So we had all that to get rid of. Uh-huh. Well, we were down in Key Largo, Florida. And our daughter and our son-in-law, our son-in-law, TJ, calls me. says, Steve, he says, you... You care if mom and dad come over and look at the house? I says, you know Baronet. TJ, go in there, show them around. So they did. They ended up buying our house. Wow. Oh. Furniture, everything. Wait, wow. my aunt, a lot of my antiques. Your son-in-law? It, it was our son-in-law's parents. Oh, this, oh my and, gosh. Which they're 70, you know, 70, 72 years old. Oh. And they bought. So it's it's basically, we can still go back yeah, to our house. Yeah, we still see yes, it. Yes, it's still the same. Because the families were oh. blessed with they're great people. That's Just, amazing. That's fantastic. Okay. So we yeah. can go there and I can see my dog scratches on the, t- yeah. <laughs> the well, walk or whatever. Yeah. So, Aww. yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Getting back to the RV, how much time did you have to spend in service? We spent over the last year, over the last 17 months, a total of six, six months. months at Red Bay, Alabama at the service oh center. Not wow. at one time, Not, but The longest it all span up. was just last, last year, it was 12 weeks. Yeah. No kidding. And the reason why we were there that long was, was that, like I was telling you, the bedroom slide issue, mm-hmm. the Swintec slide issue, that's... We were waiting on the vroom parts because I I told him no more Schwintech because it it's just going to keep breaking. Right. So, so they went with the vroom parts. For so me. you had problems with that bedroom slide. Yes. And somebody figured out that vroom makes the fix for it. I did the research. Oh. Okay. Now Tiffin had been 
silently talking to Brian Vroom out in Tucson, Arizona, mm-hmm. because Mr. Tuffin's been talked to him, and Brian Zoom, after I found out, has been to the service center there in, in the Red Bay. We never had any problems with that slide the first year until we were going back to Red Bay to get some warranty work done, and it broke at a campground just before we got back to the service center. Wow. Lucky you. Yes, Yes. very lucky. They fixed that slide three days in a row. Wow. And it broke three days in a row. Jeez. Oh, So that's when I went and talked to uh, Ricky Scott, because Bob I had called Bob Tiff and told him what was going on. He says, you can talk to Ricky. He says, they'll set you up. Well, Ricky set me down, and there was a list of about 10 people ahead of me waiting on his room parts. After Bob had talked to him, he'd moved me up into the top five. I had kept talking to Brian Vroom. When we get to Tucson, I can't wait to meet him mm-hmm. because he's like another Bob Tiffin. But you talk about a nice gentleman. I can't wait to meet him and his wife. Well, wow. tell them the first time they ordered the parts, they got lost and they ended up in Tennessee. Yeah, the first so that was another reason we, that we had waited to wait. so long. Right. Oh, so and they never did find the parts. Oh, my. So then they had to do another shipment. That was over Thanksgiving. Yeah, uh-huh. so we spent two Thanksgivings there, two Christmases, and a New Year's. Yes. Oh, my oh God. God. Yeah, so I, <laughs> I learned how to cook in my convection oven. Oh, <laughs> oh my the, the, the first The first Christmas that we spent there, the first year... We were the only RV in the uh, campground there at right. the service center. Mm-hmm. Oh. We were the only ones sitting there. Yes. That so we, were, we uh, had some So ham. we went down and we talked to the, we talked, yeah, we spent Christmas there. Had some Kahlua. So we had oh some friends that gosh. lived in Jacksonville, Florida. The, the group that we traveled with from Key Largo, other friends had a place in Jacksonville, Florida. So they got a hold of us and said, just jump in the RV and come over and spend the, the holidays with us. So I went into the office there at, at the Red Bay, and I asked the ladies, I go, do you mind if I keep the Jeep somewhere? They go, no problem. Just put it on the other side of the fence there. And it'll be safe. So we went to Jacksonville for New Year's, New Year's Eve, and the day after then we come back because then they open back up uh-huh. to start working on the motorhomes again. Yeah. So, that is remarkable. But when the smoke clears, you're still happy campers. You still oh, yeah. love doing this. Yeah. And on top of that, you say Tiffin has fantastic customer service. Absolutely. They, they treated us very, very well. Yeah. And you met the owner. Yes. Yep. Shook I, hands with them. That says wow. a lot. Yep. Yes, it does. Talked to him twice. Uh-huh. Everybody there has been good to yes. us. Yeah. Well, that's really good. So everything's running well now. Everything's doing well now. Knock on wood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Monday, we have to take it over to Akron to Freightliner. There, there were three recalls on the Freightliner chassis. We had... We tried to get them all done at Red Bay, at Bay Diesel, but yeah. the tire monitor, monitoring system, they didn't have the harness at Red Bay. So that's why we got to go back over to Akron Monday and get that done. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So then hopefully everything's... Yeah, knock on wood. Yeah. Knock on wood. It, <laughs> it's good for our head out west. We had a recall on the Freightliner. It was just uh, they wanted you to check a bolt on the steering system. Okay. Well, hopefully... No, no big deal. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. But hopefully that's our only recall. Yeah, really. So, you, so you guys are on a Freightliner? Mm-hmm. Yes. Not a Spartan? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh-huh. so Freightliner. I guess if I looked at your steering wheel, I would have noticed yeah, that. There yeah. it is. Freightliner. Uh-huh. Yes. So yeah. you guys have spent some time in the Southwest. Yes, we spent uh, all of... Not all of last year, but quite a bit of last year we mm-hmm. were out there because we left Ohio and met up with our friends from Key Largo and another family from Key Largo. We met up with them in Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then we all tracked along the Columbian Gorge. Right. Because yeah. I wanted to see Mount St. Helens. I saw Mount St. Helens in 19, 
May of 1980 when it erupted. Uh-huh. It erupted in May, and I was out there in August because oh. I was laid off from. I worked at Ford Motor Company then, and I was laid off, so I was traveling the country in my little CJ5, right, by myself. I pulled in there. Of course, you couldn't get very close because it there was still ash everywhere. Mm-hmm. I got in a little campground, threw a sleeping bag on picnic table, and was sleeping on the picnic table. And when the sun woke up, and I could still picture it, I woke up. And I could see Mount St. Helens in the distance with all the steam still coming out of it. Whoa. Oh. So I had never been back yeah. since 1980. So uh-huh. we ended up at Mount St. Helens to see what it's like now, which is really awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you, that whole gorge, 84. Oh, oh My God, beautiful. what a drive. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful. It's it beautiful. Really and then we spent six weeks on the Oregon coast. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and I loved Oregon. Fantastic. We did too. We did, did the you? coast. Oh, we mm-hmm. loved it. I loved it too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Everything from Astoria to Tillamook and yep. Gold's Beach. and Coos Oh, I Bay. loved Gold's Beach. Gold's yeah. Beach was great. That yeah. salmon. The people there. Yes. Yeah. I got yeah. a uh, bag of salmon from a guy who caught it fresh in the river the day before. After Ohio State lost to Oregon, he felt bad for me. <laughs> oh, I know. We got beat up out there because I'm always flying my flag. Yeah. They beat me up pretty bad. Yeah, oh, yeah. I know. And uh, the one game I wanted, you know, they lost. Oh, uh, yeah. you know. But then I wouldn't have gotten the salmon. Yeah, <laughs> right. right. Exactly. Oh, that yeah. was amazing, that salmon. We uh, had it the next night in uh, our next campground, cooked it outside, and it was uh, just isn't yes, it awesome? fantastic. Yes. When we were in Alaska... Up there, we were getting wild salmon. It wasn't uh, farm-raised. It was wild salmon, just like you said. Oh, my goodness. It was so good. You ate a lot of that other fish, too, up there. In Alaska, halibut. Halibut. Yeah, halibut's good. Yes, I'm good for catfish, too. I don't care. That's the way I am. Catfish, perch. Uh I love it all. I still love perch and walleye and bluegill the best. I'm, you know, Chippewa Lake, Lake Erie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's not wrong with that. Yeah. Well, what's next for you guys? Our plants have changed two times now to leave we were supposed to leave july july 5th, 5th. the friends that we're going to meet down in in texas they travel also they sell this uh, flight med sky med sky med insurance mm-hmm. so they weren't going to be back in texas until the month of august so we thought okay we'll just hold off and then we'll go down and stay spend some time with them and we have another couple we want to spend some time with down there also we're having another grandbaby. She's September due September 1st. 1st. Uh-huh. So we went from July 5th to August 1st. Now it's September 6th. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> so we are out of here September 6th. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe. No, yeah. right. <laughs> no, we will be. We are. We will be. <laughs> we are. I understand we'll, that. We'll be ready. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, hopefully we can uh, meet up with you in, oh, in the Palm Springs yeah. area. Definitely. Definitely. I love that. Yes. Yeah. I'm That'd sure be we'll fun. be in that area again this yes. year. That's yeah. one of our favorite places. We love it there. Now, when will you be in the Palm Springs area? January, February, March. Okay, gotcha. January 1st to April 1st. Nice. Yeah. It's we the only thing this year that we have scheduled. For sure. We're going yeah. by the seat of our pants when we leave here. Uh-huh. I'm sure we'll get stung a few times, but that's just the way it is. Yeah. Okay, the question we ask everybody, and that is, of all the places you've been, what's your favorite? Nova Scotia. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. And the reason is... The simplicity, the rocks, the ocean. I love hunting sea glass. It's just nothing fancy. It's just, it reminds me of the old days, mm-hmm. you know. Did you go do any whale watching while you were there? Yes, we did. Yes. Uh, 
We did see a couple whales. We were just a little bit late. Mm. Yeah, but we did see a couple. Uh But when we were in Alaska, we saw saw some whales that came up by the boat, and it scared the crap out of me. The killer whales? I was like, oh my gosh, it was like right there. We were in... That was uh, like shocking. Yeah. Once again, our friends from Key Largo have friends that live in Homer. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, he's got a little 19-foot aluminum boat, and they fish for halibut. We were out fishing for halibut, and uh, it was just as smooth as can be. And next thing you know, we've got killer whales all around coming up us. right beside us. Oh, my wow. gosh. I was like, yeah. Blowing, you know, making their noises, and it's like, yes, you got to be – it was like National Geographic. Oh, yes. My so we watched them for it quite a while. unbelievable. Well, how long do you see yourselves doing this full-time, and – and when you're done, what will you do? We get this assist all the time. Oh, no. If it's me, I'm doing it until the day I die. Okay. Or my health won't let me do it. Yeah. Because I love it so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Well, hold on. I want another answer. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I would like to have a permanent location to come to in Ohio, probably. But I would like to like have our motorhome you know, somewhere where it's warm six months out of the year. But I do love Ohio in the summer. I right. love, I mean, we just... So you kind of like having a base of operations. Just a small base, like maybe a little condo Mm -hmm. or a little cabin somewhere. Mm -hmm. But I love the full timing. That's my thought. But wait a minute. we got to go back because Steve didn't say what his favorite place is. I was hoping you wouldn't ask me. (laughs) I've got so many places. Oh, I know. (laughs) So many places. But I think for me, probably British Columbia and Yukon Territories. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the way you described that trip to Alaska yeah. was like, yeah. oh my God. I want to go back and I want to spend time in those two, a lot of time and mm-hmm. check everything out. Well, when you did your drive though, I mean, there had to just been like no cell service and just oh. miles and miles of nothing. Yes. Miles and miles of nothing. See, to me, that's heaven. <laughs> me too, because the only reason I have my phone on me right now because I want to take some pictures of you folks. Okay, uh-huh. right. Other than that, it would be over there or be in the Jeep and it would probably be dead. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, to her... It's hell not having a cell phone signal. <laughs> her and too. half the time, she loses her phone anyway. That's my wife. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, we want to thank you very much for your time and wish you guys the best. And we'll, yes. we'll run into you somewhere. Oh, sure. We love sure. that. It's been awesome. Yeah, it has been. This has like, been a highlight of our trip. <laughs> thank you so much. Oh, it's yes, our pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Once again, there you have Steve and Diana. It's going to be fun meeting up with them. Oh, it sure will. Speaking of meeting up, we would like to meet up with you. Yeah, you can join us at the Music Box Supper Club, Cleveland's West Bank of the Flats, Wednesday, July 13th. We, along with Plain Dealer, Cleveland.com travel editor Susan Glazer, will share stories of all the traveling experiences that we've had, mm-hmm. and we've had a lot. Oh, yeah. You can participate too, and we're going to record it for a future podcast here. Right. Now, our sponsor, General RV good people. We bought our RV from them. We'll have a luxury RV parked outside that you can tour. And co-sponsor, the Muskegon Watershed Conservancy District will be there to share recreational opportunities on their lands here in Ohio as well. And they have some really great places to go. Mm-hmm. Make your reservations now for this free event. All the details are in the description below right here on the podcast. Well, that's it for another week. Join us again next week for more. Hey, Jeff, the sun's coming out, and since we're in Silver Lake, Michigan, let's go check out those sand dunes. Can we do a topless? (laughs) I mean, taking the tops off the Jeep. Oh!
yes, let's do it. It's the Rockin' the RV Life Podcast with Jeff and Patty. Hear more of their adventures on the road with our next episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and tell your friends.